0: Right, giant, right, uh, <laughs> huge, right? any any that thing was huge. You said that, not me. Just come
1: hey. up, take it away by Wix. Let's see, Oh, it's glorious! What? Did we just become best friends. Yep.
0: Everybody love everybody!
1: Ah!
0: And we are live. We'll do it live! Welcome everyone to Clarence Big Blue, probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right, football and football, balls for everyone's taste. I am Mike Fish, trying to work out why my camera is trying to cut me out. What's it, what are you doing, dude? I don't know, i what, what are you even doing, bro? But I am Mike Fish, <laughs> and I'm joined, as always, by the man that they were thinking of when they coined the phrase, everything's bigger in Texas. It's Mr. Alex Middleton. Hey, were they thinking of me? I don't. I, don't know. <laughs> I just thought it was a cool thing to say.
2: It is a cool thing, and like that is a very common thing. Like every advertiser, well, everything's bigger in Texas. That's why we got Texas trucks, and like every advertiser uses everything's bigger in Texas. Every fast food place, all of that. So like that is not a just like they only say that everywhere else. Like they say that all the time in Texas.
0: Do you have that on your business card when you go out of town
2: oh uh, well you got your business card is actually like the size of a book so like giant yeah so your business you... card itself is bigger in texas like honestly uh when i, I to get used to using like the debit cards they give you here which are like six feet in like like you know those big checks like that's what the debit cards are like and like it's just like mean, right, this is a fucking giant atm dude but you know, I get, you get used to it, the wallet's a little bit bigger, hurts your back after a while, but I'm, I'm, I'm used to it now.
0: Oh, God bless you for working through that. But we have a third wheel today. We have a special guest joining us to start off the show since we've got a lot. Apparently there's a draft coming up. Have you heard that? People are talking about it. I th- I, there's a rumor that that is happening, yes. Word on the street. And so we brought in a little bit of an expert. She tweets all about it. It's pretty exciting. That's where I get most of my information from. Um, So we're going to bring off Little Miss Steffi Smalls. What up? There we go. We're all good now. I was like, whoa,
1: what's happening? How's it going, guys?
0: How's it going? It's
1: good. I kind of look naked. I need to, like, boost myself
2: up. Oh, yeah, with his little (laughs) lower (laughs) thirds thing. Way to go, Mike, (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: What's up? How's it going? We've got Sorry, to get the, the that viewers. That we We've got to get, get the viewers. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely how you can get them. Because if I pulled my hair down, <laughs> woo! Okay.
0: <laughs> Clara and Big Blue after dark. Welcome along. Right. <laughs>
1: oh, I should probably retweet this too. Yeah.
0: How uh, how are you doing?
1: I am good. I feel like today was a little overwhelming. A lot at once. A lot of information. A lot of news. Things happening. Chaos is erupting. I'm loving it. This is yeah. Like, I- I love this part of the year. I think it's so, people hate it. I think it's hilarious. It's so fun to me. It's, you, hol- it's you a, it's a,
2: thrive in this, in yeah. the chaos. I, and, love um, the <laughs> I guess what, w- what would you say your favorite thing is about today? And then what would you like, like, what is the most annoying take you've seen on the Twitter sphere today? Because
1: oh, there's, there's been no, a lot of them. Yeah, there has been a lot of them. I love, so non, can I say non giants wise? or Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my favorite non Giants wise is Aaron Jones not going back to the Packers. I think <laughs> that that is fantastic. I love that for him. I think that that is going to just unleash uh, all the goodness for him. And my least favorite thing today, and we'll make it a Giants thing, is I hate the contract that they signed, they redid with Toliolo. Toliolo?
2: Yeah,
1: whatever. Isn't it? How are Yeah,
2: I don't know it. his name either.
1: Yeah, whatever. I mean, do we need to know his name? No. But it was just, you didn't, you're you not really saving much money there, guys. I mean, what, a million dollars or something? It's not, it really, was a little bit too expensive for him. Ooh, for a up.
2: third tight end, too, right? You have Caden yeah. Smith still coming right, back. Right. And then, I mean, we talked about this last week. Evan Ingram's not going anywhere, despite how much yeah. we hate him or whatever. He's but... not
1: going ever. <laughs> he will get tagged. That's the most disgusting. You think so? Part. Yeah, unfortunately.
2: Ah. Uh that's that's another discussion for another time but yes i can't (laughs) stand that guy i can't stand that guy um
1: yeah
2: so uh but the big news i guess with giants free agency news today was that lenny williams is coming back he got franchise tagged apparently they still are working on a deal um whether or not that happens it seems more likely this time that it'll happen than it did last year but um that means we're gonna get we're gonna get rid of dalvin right like tomlinson's gone wouldn't you think
1: (laughs) think so I mean that kind of stinks though I definitely hate that for us I don't know that that is a good move I feel like he brings a lot of value I don't know how what your guys' feelings are on it and I hate that you know it seems like Leo is doing this thing and he kind of did it when he was on the Jets where you know it's all about the money and then if you see him maybe not play as well I'm not gonna be very happy because I've been worried about this since we took him on and if we get Jets Leo I'm gonna be pissed
2: yeah, because he came and he didn't really do anything right off the bat. And then everybody was just roasting Gettleman for what a terrible yeah. trade that was. Oh. And then last year, contract year, he balls out. But, like, I always – I thought, like, Tomlinson, if you had to pick one of the two, I think Tomlinson is not the uh, – I, exactly. I think Williams is the better player. But Tomlinson is the guy that I think longevity-wise, yeah. I think, would, would be <laughs> beneficial to us. But, uh, I mean, I'm not going to be upset if Leonard Williams comes and plays like he did last year. It's yeah, just no, a I will definitely, as will. long
1: as he's playing exactly the way he has been it's all good for me
2: because i really think lawrence is going to take another step next year we're going to have a solid Dexy
1: Dexy. On. yeah we're going
2: to have a solid um that was my dog chewing <laughs> but we're going to have a solid um defensive line again um i've seen a lot of uh i, I looked at a bunch of drafts today a bunch of mock drafts big, i know you're draft. a big mock draft girl i'm a big mock draft guy um <laughs> I did a fun little calculator where I, I just looked at like a million of them and I got 14 of them I saw, which was the most of anybody said Jalen Waddle. I feel like all I've seen was Jalen Waddle. That is the if I didn't know anything about the draft, really I'd be like Jalen Waddle the Giants. Okay, right. solid. That's the, that's the easy one. Right. Um, but but some other guys I saw Devontae Smith. I mean, so receiver pretty much, and then Quitty Pay I saw out of uh, out of Michigan who I really like Quitty Pay. I think that mm-hmm. might be a good filler if
1: for sure
2: uh if we do end up losing Tomlinson who do you think
1: you know it's hard because I feel like the problem is there's so much quarterback movement that has to happen still so I'm not confident in anyone being available yet and I do these mock drafts and I feel like every time I try to use a different scenario and it's like a totally different person is available so I don't I Mm -hmm. I don't know I think that it's I mean, we a hundred percent need a wide receiver. I mean, this is like something that we are not getting around. I mean, if Gettleman doesn't address that, then just, I already want him gone. And it's like after today in his press conference, I was, I don't know what, what about today? Annoyed the shit out of me. Like, I was just like, I cannot believe that this guy is still our general manager, but still, I think that wide receiver has to be addressed. So i think that there is a lot of depth in this class though for wide receiver which is where i'm like i think i would be okay if we don't take a wide receiver in the first round only because i think there are some really good options that are going to fall to the second but i think if Waddles there if Devonte smith is there who i i adore i think that he is fantastic i think his football iq is unmatched in this draft i think that it's something after watching film on him i just I don't know that you're getting much better when it comes to football, IQ, like football IQ wise. So I think that a wide receiver needs to be addressed, but it is Gettleman. I mean, don't be shocked if he goes and takes a <laughs> tackle. Like, do not be like, no one panic. Like, if he takes another tackle, do not be like surprised. There's nothing surprising about that.
0: I mean, if we're talking about a guy who still thinks Chris Williamson's on the roster, does he even <laughs> know? Take
2: no. Tay Crawford's name today. <laughs> what
0: <laughs> like, does he like even... Jay Craw- Crawford or
1: oh my god I saw yeah I heard that I had to turn so, yeah. it off
0: do we know that do we think that guy knows what we need right
1: now no he has no idea i mean you listen to him even talk he's like what did he say today that i was making fun of him on twitter he's like yeah we all uh, the the best idea is just find very good players like no shit like <laughs> are you kidding where are the very good players that you speak of sir because i'm i'm looking around and one tour is acl and i don't really know what else is going on <laughs>
0: teams that score most points win the game thanks thanks that's a good stat too yeah you should send that to him
1: yeah yeah exactly exactly
2: um yeah i just i think that um really in the draft that we like wide receiver is definitely number one i think uh kenny galladay not getting franchise tagged the lions announced they're not going to franchise tag him i know um i saw you were uh you were going off on Twitter because you've said Allen Robinson's not going to be available. Alan yeah. Robinson, spoiler alert, not available. Yeah. Um, Galladay is not going to be like the Giants with a franchise tag of Williams with all the cap problems we're in right now. Even if you get rid of a couple of guys, I saw like maybe a Zietler, Solder, if you get rid of them or restructure any contracts like that, you're still not going to be able to afford Galladay and then be able to build the team, right?
1: Right. I mean, like you look at it too is like, he turned down $18 million a year. You guys, everyone can fight me on, like, it's because it's <laughs> the Lions. And that's, like, the cutest excuse I've ever heard, ever. It's not because it's the Lions. It's because he literally thinks he's worth more. And, yeah. I mean, if no team – I mean, if the Giants pay $18 million, and the whole thing was everyone that argued with me was we're going to get him for $16 million a year. Sixteen million a year. Well, sixteen and eighteen are a huge difference, and he doesn't want eighteen. So you think we're gonna go pay Leo? End up overpaying for him, probably, because that's just the Giants' way to go. And and then we're gonna pay what twenty million a year for holiday. Like, give me a break. It's just like, and
2: Saquon's coming up next year, isn't it? Yeah, well, we have
1: to pay Saquon, and then you also have to keep in mind, like, eventually you're gonna have to pay Danny. Like, there's gonna be players that need to get paid. So, like. You can't just start tossing out money to every single person just because we need a wide receiver. We can address wide receiver. I mean, like it would be nice if we could get a little bit more help, but I think that getting a you need like a full stud. And without Allen Robinson, Mm -hmm. I don't see a full stud. There's nothing studly about everyone. Kenny Galladay, you could make an argument for, but you don't play five games and expect to get paid eighteen million a year. Last year, like that doesn't injury prone, but you still. You played five games, bro. Like, it's not, you know, you're not coming off a 16-game season either.
2: He's just finding the market right now is very thin at, like, yeah. top-level receivers. And with the wide receiver draft class, like you were saying yeah. earlier, that is as deep as it is, especially right. with two possible uh, Bama wide receivers that don't look like they, – that they look like they're can't-miss prospects. Uh, I, think that's, uh, I think that's very plausible. They're just going to go draft a guy. Which right. I would be fine with. I, I honestly, uh, I know you said you liked uh, you like Smith, but I feel like I, I kinda like Waddle a little bit better. I Waddle don't know. Waddle fit fits the just...
1: scheme. Yeah, Waddle does fit the scheme better, I'll admit that. I, I won't I definitely will not argue that I love Waddle. But I think that they have to I think the nice thing is they could pick someone up in the first and the third and still have two great options there because of right. the like there's so many fantastic guys. We're looking at at least 20 guys that could be wide receiver ones, I think in the league.
2: Um, and then some, some other guys I saw just like Kyle Pitts out of Florida. I don't think like Evan Ingram's not going anywhere. So he's not coming anywhere near our team. I see a lot of mock drafts saying he's going to Philly. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like, I'm a little turned off by Florida wide receivers after you know, like the kind of problematic pass lately. (laughs) I just like, I, I don't know what it is. I think he's a good player, but like he has Evan Ingram vibes where he's going to have those like fuck you dude moments. And yeah. I know you're a, a big fan you're into big uh, you're big into fantasy football talk. So like he seems like he's going to be the worst fantasy football player to have on your team cuz Evan Ingram, if you've ever had him on your team is fucking terrible. I hated him. Yeah. And yeah, it, he's got Evan Ingram written all over it where it's like you got burst the talent and you're just going to have what the fuck are you doing there, man? Like, that's (laughs) going to happen a lot. So, honestly, maybe the Eagles do need to take
1: And he's, like, also the worst. Like, I was so high on Pitts. And then he did that thing where he tweeted and said, like (laughs) – he, they basically gave him like uh Evan Ingram film tape. and was like, be like this or something. What was the tweet? Like, something ridiculous. And I'm like, dude, I can't get excited about you. Like, what do you mean you want to be like Evan Ingram? Like, did
2: please, you see dude. him last year, dude? Yeah,
1: like, dude? Like, please, I'm begging you to just shut your mouth. <laughs> like, just shut <laughs> your mouth because it's a horrible idea. But I think also, I mean, if Pitts is a, they have to, t- I think they need to take a tight end though in the draft. I don't want them to take someone in the first round. I don't want no. them to take someone in the yeah. second. But I think in the third or fourth round, it is very reasonable to take a tight end. There's no reason not to. I mean, you have to prepare, like, I can't even believe the contract that they did with Toli, whatever, Toli tortellini, whatever it is like actual thing. Yeah, right. Whatever works. And but I think that they have to. I think that there's no way that they can just not, they have to have a backup that's more viable than Toliolo that's not a viable and you know they use Caden Smith essentially on the line I mean he's a block he blocks that's what he does he's not a tight end he's like plays completely on the line
2: (laughs) I I feel like there's also just going to be guys out there in free agency this year that like you might be able to bring in a vet for like a like a low cost that could be effective I thought that was what like when we brought in Toliolo I thought that 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 might be kind of the yeah. picture before, and then he just didn't live up to that. So yeah. I don't know if you just want to keep retreading that. That seems like the gentleman way. Did the Panthers let go of any tight ends lately? Because he seems think to so. like the get- only
1: one I saw is. I mean, they're not tagging Johnny Smith. Uh Hunter Henry's not getting tagged. He would be a really cheap option. I just don't love him either. I feel like it's He's just, hurt a lot. Yeah, I mean it's like you're asking for the same kind of problems that you like don't really need. We need like re- the problem is what this team needs is reliability for the love of god. <laughs> like you know, like we need some reliability, some players that are going to play 16 games, going to do their job, going to play the way that they're supposed to and get off the field. Like that's it. But we you know, we don't get that a lot.
2: Um, th- th- where do you go if Smith, Waddle, and Chase all go before 11?
1: Ooh. All be- go before 11. And Pitts is an option? Then you take Pitts, because Pitts is a two-for-one with tight end wide receiver. I think that it's impossible to not take. If you pass on Pitts, I mean, and I hate the term generational, but in my opinion, I think Pitts is really one of the only generational talents that we're seeing in this draft.
2: But then we have, like, a double Evan Ingram –
1: yeah, but it's which like,
2: could be good, but like,
1: is he uh, super Evan Ingram? I hope not. Is he oh, you're um, stressing me out. No.
0: But maybe if Evan Ingram has someone else to compete against him, maybe he was like, "Oh, actually, I need to try to catch the ball, otherwise, I'm going to be benched." <laughs> Just <laughs> do I, the opposite of what he did last year, and yeah. you'll be good.
1: Yeah, I think what happens is that's why I love an option. You know, like picking up someone like Trey McKinney, who I'm really high on. is like, you wait until the third round where he gets overlooked. You pick up Trey McKinney, Evan Ingram F's up like he always does. And then you pull Evan Ingram out and you go, that's it. McKitty just hop on in there, and then he just becomes a stud. Like, that's what I see being an awesome option. Trey McKitty is slow, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. <laughs> you just need a bulldozer. I mean, look at Kelsey. You don't You don't need guys. That was well,
2: like, what Kevin Boss was for us. for yes, a while. He wasn't exactly. a fast dude, but he was going to run you over. Exactly. And if you can get a couple guys like that in the goal line, like, with Ingram's speed, that would actually be a 2 tight end set that you could run with a lot. Right.
1: Exactly, you have to address it because what everyone forgets is the real big problem with Ingram is that Garrett's not going anywhere. So it's not as much as it's it's Ingram. It's the fact that we're still stuck with Garrett. So if those nine-yard
2: routes are I basically can't. the max you're getting.
1: Ingram, if I see more than one Ingram reverse next year, I'm going to hand over my fandom. <laughs> Uh, did
2: he do it like three times in a game one time? He's like, what the we fuck are you thinking, dude? It's three not working.
1: in a row where we saw it at least 12 times. Well, they was- definitely
2: won't expect it this time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, they know. Like, it's it's third and six. We get it. Like, just calm the bell down. You're
2: like, I feel like somebody, like, bet him. They were like, I bet you can't yeah. just give Evan Ingram three reverses <sighs> a game. He's like, fuck you. Watch this. <laughs>
1: It's like 100% the case because at some point it was like, is this guy serious? And then he'd show you lights of like, you know, kind of being a competent coach. And then we just blow it all together. So if we're stuck with Garrett, we need to find players that fit that playbook. And the playbook is like this big. Like it's like from this big to Ingram not being able to catch. And now it's this big. Like it's just like ridiculous.
2: I think it was that Browns game when uh, he he had the Rona. And he was out, and it was Freddie Kitchens calling plays, and I was like, okay, revenge game, revenge game. Now we got this. Maybe we got a new offensive coordinator. We can get our <laughs> way out of Garrett. And then, fuck, okay, that was terrible. Never mind. And so we were stuck with him, and then we, he didn't go anywhere else. So it's going to be more of the same, which I guess, yeah, if we got pits in the end, you could run those two seam routes up the middle. Like, that would be pretty tough to cover both tight ends. If, exactly. if we had a situation Something like that. And
1: Sorry not to interrupt you is something yeah. that like gets overlooked is Evan Ingram's blocking did improve by the end of the season. I will that is the only compliment that I will give him. <laughs> is those last few games when you go back and you watch the film his blocking got phenomenal. Like he did a very very good job. So I mean that's why if you pull someone in that maybe can you know hold on to the ball when it hits his both his palms, because if a a ball hits both your palms, like you literally have no excuse not to catch the ball, bro. Like, what are you doing? So I think that, you know, they have to figure out some way, which I think also, you know, you bring back Saquon. You bring back, you get a wide receiver one in. I think it gives Garrett options because he's obviously the most vanilla coach we've ever seen, ever. And he's not very creative. So you need to give him like something to work with and have players that catch the ball.
2: Yeah, honestly, this is nice. This is like the first year in a while that like it hasn't just been all O line talk at this point. And I kind of like that because our offensive line did sort of improve. Over the uh, over the season towards the end, there like I feel like Soldier's not coming back, right? That's a cap oh, casualty.
1: If he comes right. back, I don't know. If
2: I, I mean, he was a turnstile the year he was there. It looks like Thomas is good to step up in that spot. Why not let him do that? Zietler, I saw maybe being a cap casualty. Um, you could pull up Lemieux in that spot, I believe. I think it's Lemieux. Yeah, Let's everyone
1: start. is very butthurt about, like, if you say you want to get rid of Zeitler, it's like you are the antichrist of the Giants. Like, you are so crazy and, like, lo- like such a lunatic for saying that. What does Zeit the O-line sucked. There's two people on that line that—I mean, three you could argue a little—like, no one really deserves their job except for Matt Pert. Like, you, and I would make a very strong argument for that. So, no, I don't really give a shit if we get rid of Zeitler, right? I mean, what I mean, if you can replace him with anyone that's just big bodied and can get in the way? Why are we? I don't know why we're spending money on Zeitler. I, he's yes, was he one of the better ones on the line for sure, but he's not fantastic where I'm like
2: right
1: now like our O-line was still ranked 31st in the entire league so did he really deserve his job no not really
2: uh yeah I would say him and maybe Gates that Gates looked pretty good there in stretches he's and then... someone
1: that yeah and especially because it was his first time playing the position so he's got it right. I mean he added to the problem because he's never played the position before he's like you know his snaps are not were not fantastic the entire season. He's snapped very high a lot. I mean, to the point where Danny is jumping to get the ball and that doesn't work with a rookie quarterback. You need someone that can at least snap the ball. So I think that was a horrible move is what I think. I think that he'll develop into the position, which is great. And I love that. But um, it probably wasn't the best idea last year. I think we could have used a veteran in that spot.
2: I would agree with that. And then Will Hernandez, hopefully, will be able to kind of find his footing. Like his rookie year... It felt like this is our guy. Thank God we finally got a guy we can count on. Last year, he was up and down, but he seemed like he kind of figured it out there. And then him and Lemieux were kind of a revolving door. And I don't hate that because I like Lemieux a lot. I don't, I don't know if Lemieux is a full-time starter, but I think Lemieux is a good guy right now going yeah. forward and yeah. uh I, I it's just we don't have the glaring holes we had had we don't have a great offensive line but it's mm-hmm. nice that that's not like it felt like for like four years that was just
1: and i think with the you know the you ever has to remember too and even like kim jones said something about it today where she's like it's not a new line okay yes it is five out of the seven are literally rookies and one of the guys has never played center before and just played this entire season so definitely shut your mouth because that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Like, I get it. Like, we're all mad about, you know, Gettleman. And I, I respect that. I'm just as frustrated with Gettleman as the next person. But don't say the O-line is, is like, a, some kind of matured O-line. No, it's not. I mean, Matt Per, Andrew Thomas, Lemieux, Nick Gates has never played the position. Please don't tell me that it's a matured O-line. It's not. It's just simply the facts are the facts. It's not. And I think that... An off season is going to do this this O line such good justice, you know. Like they full really off season. need it. Like they need an off season. You know, per per The way that Pert played without a full off season is so awesome. Like this is going to be a guy that we want to be a giant forever, and a guy that we franchise tag the crap out of when we have the opportunity because he, for him to play and perform that well when he's not even really getting that much attention at practice because he's not expected to start is. Mm-hmm. crazy i think that andrew thomas you know he played on an injury for a really long time too so you have to take there's so many factors that factor in cam fleming if he comes back though i will have a serious problem <laughs> like yeah, I no, I'm,
2: he wasn't great
1: couldn't hate a player more he is my least favorite player i dislike him more than evan ingram and i mean wow that's,
2: that's yeah that's big that's i would definitely big. say evan ingram beats him out slightly yeah. in my hate Categories. What are, there, what are some other players you hate? Who else do you hate? In
1: this Hernandez game? is not high.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah, I'm not. Really? Just, I, think he, I think he improved towards the end of this. I think the Colombo firing did him, like, was awesome for him. You saw a direct correlation with Colombo getting fired and how well he played the next game. Um, but
2: Gugliamolo?
1: It was, yeah, whatever. I'm not even going to try. I'm going to butcher that one.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, no, like I, I, I just, I think that um, I, I felt like throughout the season I was pretty bummed, like off the, off the start. I didn't expect much from the last season, and in, like, going into it, I didn't know anything. I didn't know what to think out of Judge, but I feel like Judge got him to buy in, and you really saw that, like through that winning streak that kind of brought us back. Yeah. And it was all like, like having the COVID, no training camp, really, no preseason. Like it takes a while for, a, especially a young, new, like raw offensive line like we had last year to kind of get it together and then there were games where it was like okay now we're kind of like Goldman's right. running the ball well this looks like the offensive line is figuring it out and then there were times where it just they they looked completely lost so hopefully like you said like this will be a very crucial offseason for these um, guys to kind of come together yeah. and take the next step maybe for sure
1: I mean, they're, they're still
2: a year away at least probably oh, too, yeah definitely. and I think that's what a lot
1: of like what? What a lot of fans don't realize is if you went into this season with the idea that we were going to have a winning record, there's that was never happening. Like there was no way that we were having a winning record. Like it just literally wasn't possible. <laughs> I mean, like that was unattainable, and I could have told you that. I thought we would have gotten seven wins, but I mean, we got pretty close. So well, I think Evan
2: Ingram doesn't drop that ball against Philly. That's
1: well, I mean, he lost thirty five no, points. We had five, right? Since- Slayton lost 11. So 35 plus 11, everyone else can do the math. That's two extra games that they lost for us. Two full games.
0: So that's the seven go. right there. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks.
1: Thanks. Real Also, cool. while we're talking
0: about players that we hate, <laughs> Danny oh. went to vote in for Golden Tate. How are you feeling that he's gone?
1: Yeah, dude,
2: fuck Golden Tate.
1: I hate Golden Tate, but here's my thing with Golden Tate. And please don't get mad at me. Oh, my God. I hate this. I know. Everyone hates this, but I have to. Like, if we're going to sign someone like, you know, Curtis Samuel, like, I don't want to overpay someone like that when we could have paid Golden Tate for lunch money and he was the most reliable receiver on this team. So, like, that's Mm -hmm. my problem. Like, he at least added depth. He's annoying as hell. And I, for that reason alone, I want him to ship him to the moon. And I've been the biggest Golden Tate hater. But, like, some of these free agents that fans are saying that they want to bring on, there's no difference in paying golden Tate four dollars an hour. <laughs> and like, <laughs> you know, like you're you're literally replacing Golden Tate because at least Golden Tate, like he he his completion rate was very high. He's got and, hands. Yeah, you know, so it's like I that part I don't understand. I'm happy he's gone and it's nothing but please don't tell me you want to sign Curtis Samuel if you wanted to get rid of Golden Tate. Like I'm just not I'm just not I'm not following.
0: But just throwing this out there, I'm not saying this is why, but do you think if his wife hadn't started trashing the Giants on social media, do you think Golden Tate would still be a Giant today?
1: Probably. Likely. Yeah. I mean, I think that, the and that's another thing, you know, in uh, Joe Judge, he was very clear that this year he didn't care what the standings were. Uh, He was going to rebuild the culture. He was going to rebuild the foundation. And he quite literally did that. I mean, he made everyone shut their mouths and it felt like for once. I mean, you look back to the early 2000s, 2007, 2008, like around that era when um, the way that the Giants addressed the press, the way that they like, spoke about their teammates, we haven't seen that in years, and I mean, like, the culture is back in New York, don't get it, don't get it twisted, it is back in New York, and that is the, you bring Saquon back, and I'm telling you, like, it's, they have the potential to do extremely well, it's just, if this, if Gettleman screws the draft again, then this is, you know, we're just gonna be back to it, just back to square one, I guess.
2: <laughs> I mean, do you think he screwed up the draft last year though? I thought no, last I year wasn't look, a bad draft. I
1: was very mad about the Andrew Thomas pick, though. Like very mad. I thought that yeah, was such a better pick, and I. Was I, 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 I agree. Because I did think he botched that one. I
2: didn't think he. I did not think he completely botched that one. At least, so you I think bring it was it down like.
1: For him, though is my thing
2: he could he could and he could have traded down for danny too he could have traded down for danny too or you could have just yeah you could have waited later and pain
1: danny but no i think that he did good the one thing that they did very well last year is they did good with you know like um the undrafted free agents a lot of the you know the the mystery irrelevant like those kind of pickups were huge so that's why i think everyone needs to at least take a deep breath if the draft doesn't seem to go the way that you think because I mean, Carter Coughlin and Cam Brown are going to be a huge – they're going to be impact players this year, whether you think so or not. I, I literally promise you they will be. And, I mean, you look at Mr. Relevant, right? And we haven't had – and I, I'm seeing the comments is coming up is, you know, McKinney, right? I mean, this is a guy that we barely saw all season. Right. You can see him those last games. He is a huge playmaker. He's our he third was,
2: safety, too. Yes. Um, stacked, play- we have the best safeties right now in the league, maybe.
1: Yeah, and he can play cornerback. I mean, this guy's versatility. Like, you know, everyone was high on Simmons while everyone the grinds film and looks at it. McKinney is the guy that you wanted to get in the draft. I was so pumped about that pick. I think that that was a steal on our part. Him and Pert were huge steals.
2: I I, I thought this was like... Maybe not the, be- the best draft. I felt like it was a good draft last year. Just because, like, if, if you look at the, the rookies and the when they got utilized, like, that was probably the most that we used our rookies, their rookie season since that 07, 08 draft class with Aaron Ross and all yeah. of those guys that then, like, ended up going to the Super Bowl and being, like, I think it was Steve yeah. Smith, Aaron Ross, Kevin Boss. Yeah, uh, was that Bradshaw was in that, and maybe Bradshaw was the year before that. Bradshaw was before that. Yeah, but it uh, it was just like that. Like we utilized all those guys, so it was kind of good to see. Okay, well, this is the talent we wanted. We're actually putting them to use instead of just having a bunch of guys that are For sitting on sure. the bench and like not getting anything. Our team wasn't great, so they got to play a little bit more. So that is a little bit different. I think the
1: nice thing is at least like knowing that Joe Judge is there gives me confidence because I think he has more say than we think. Because I don't think it's unrelated to him getting hired and then like the draft going, you know, like if you don't think that Joe Judge has his hands all up in here, like you're very mistaken, I think.
2: Like even with with all the Gettleman shit, it's like I trust Judge and Joe Judge and Danny dimes, we trust because like those guys are gonna turn this shit around. Joe Judge, Judge knows what he's fucking doing. And he's not Braggadocious. He's not Matt Patricia. He's not fucking anybody any of the other Belichick disciples out there. He's he's slowly doing his own thing. He's not trying to imitate the Belichick thing. And, you and you're having the the culture change you were talking about. It's like From when Strahan was on, was pissed at Coughlin on Coughlin time, and it's like you get the Golden Tates that are trying to talk out. He's like, "Shut the fuck up! You're not." Literally,
1: literally, I watched that. Like, if you have not watched like the Football Life of like 2007 or of Tom Coughlin or of any of those, like, watch it again, and I promise you will feel better. Eli Manning, one of Eli Manning's worst seasons of his entire career, season. So I'm not talking postseason. Was Mm -hmm. 2007? He did not play well that season. I mean, he had, like, there was only two years worse in turnovers. One was 2013, and I want to say, I don't know which other year. I always forget. But he had, like, 27 turnovers, like, X amount of fumbles. Like, he didn't play that great. But the, what made Eli great was the culture of going to the playoffs and just killing it. Like, so mm-hmm. I think fans are, are quick to dismiss what it takes to actually have a winning a winning you know team
2: I agree and Eli will always forever be the best troll quarterback of all time like no matter what anybody wants to throw at you about well he doesn't belong in this joke ju- I already did it twice If you do it once it's fluky if you do it, do it two it times like, and chill out
1: and this team reminds me of that I think that a lot of that culture of how it was where it's like everyone doubted them like every single person I mean Eli Manning would go out to games and they'd be like, you'll never be like your brother. You'll never be like your brother. Like, he would get booed off the field every single game. <laughs> like, but this reminds me of Daniel Jones and the way that Daniel yeah. Jones, you know, it's a lot of this. The fans hate him and it sounds <laughs> awful. But then once he starts performing for you, you're in love with him. Give the kid a chance. He has not had a chance. Just give. He's going to
2: go off. He's, He's going to win for it.
1: Off, and I know it. And the thing is, like, Like a potential that he has that maybe Eli Manning didn't necessarily have is he's a mobile quarterback. I mean, Mm, he's faster than Lamar Jackson, according to that one run. Right. This is a beautiful thing to have. We could have potentially the most mobile quarterback in the entire league. And I mean that wholeheartedly, like the way that this kid, if he could get some damn protection, (laughs) his potential is like limitless.
2: Oh, I a hundred percent agree. Like I was um the 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 right before our draft on my other podcast when I signed off, I remember being like, Giants, please don't take Drew Locke or Daniel Jones. I fucking hated him going into the draft. And then we got Jones and I was like, Well he's gotta be my guy now. Like I'm not I hate the people that like immediately just hate whatever the quarterback is. It's like I didn't wanna draft him, but now like I'm gonna ride this ship. I'm just gonna go down with him because he's you my guy. To.
1: Yeah, and you know, if you believe it to tell me that you don't believe in Daniel Jones but you believe in Judge is the dumbest Thing I've ever heard of. Yeah,
2: like you don't like, really believe in Judge if you don't believe that like, he's going to be able to get the best out of Danny Dimes. Yeah, the. And you don't have a name like Danny Dimes if you're not good.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? Like, do you remember when you guys were all so excited in like the season before in Tampa, whatever? Like, there was a reason you felt excited. He had nothing. I mean, <laughs> you're giving this guy no O line. You're giving him no Saquon, no wide receiver one, and Jason Garrett. Come on, and no <laughs> tight end, no tight end that can catch. Like what?
2: Or a tight end, if he does catch it, he ends up like like he just likes to give it to the other team when he catches it or tries or to try. catch it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's very stressful. I <laughs> think the, half of his
2: now. interceptions very came tight. off of Evan Ingram's hands, I believe, or almost half of them last year.
0: Am, am I in, like that far in the wrong? That I mean, I don't love Garrett, but I don't I don't hate Garrett. I don't hate. We hate Garrett. No, okay. we hate
1: Garrett. <laughs>
0: We hate him Mike and you can't think otherwise.
1: You have to hate him too.
0: <laughs> See you next week. I'll leave you to it.
1: <laughs> no, for real. Like I don't Here's the thing is, I think that Garrett showed potential and I think that like I said like he's just very vanilla where he didn't know what to do because he didn't have Saquon. He doesn't have a wide receiver one like He's just always had better – I think he's a better head coach than he is offensive coordinator. I just think he sucks at being an offensive coordinator. (laughs) Don't think he's good. Like, there is nothing about it. And, you know, I'd like to see what he can do in a season because I didn't – you know, I wasn't thrilled about that hiring. That was probably the angriest I was. I just think that how many times does the NFC East have to see this guy just, you know, do nothing? I think, like, how many years was he in Dallas and just showed – I mean – it's just, is. it's whatever. I think that that was just a bizarre hiring, but you know what? He came with Columbo. It was a Columbo. It was a Columbo uh, Garrett package. It was definitely a Mara hiring and, and that that's it. It's just, I'm surprised that they didn't get rid of him, but I think that maybe again, like it comes down to if you trust judge, I'm going to trust judge. Judge he knows on- more. <laughs> and I, you know, he obviously sees something. I think that judge was being serious when he didn't see this as a year of Success. It was supposed to be a rebuilding year, so we're going to believe Judge. We're going to stick with Judge. and We're, we're just going to go from there. It stocks. I'm not happy about it, but I think, you know, they moved Freddie Kitchens up to what? It's like assistant and offensive. They gave him some fancier name. Assistant
2: to the regional manager. Yeah, exactly. Year. That's
1: exactly what I was thinking. So, like, they gave him, you know, they gave him this fancier name, and to me what that sounds like is what they're doing is if Jason Garrett messes up, they'll just say, boop, and then Freddie Kitchens will end up being OC. Yeah,
2: they've already got his backup or he they've does. already got his yeah. replacement ready to like, go I in the wigs.
1: Joe Judge has no problem being like bye. It's like he's not he does not he doesn't care if he has to get rid of you. He's here to like make the family. He
0: will punch you in yes, the training round.
1: He, like he did He's him. not
2: scared, yeah. That's what we love about. That's what we love. About. I want to run we through a wall for Chris Judge.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I am blocked by Mark Colombo on Twitter, and it's like one of my favorite accolades. Ever. <laughs> I think that that is phenomenal. <laughs>
2: um, okay, I got three things before before we let you go. Um, who do you, Steffi Smalls, think the Giants take at eleven if they uh, pick at eleven?
1: Okay, so if anyone's available,
2: if anybody was available,
1: um, I think that they i'm torn between them taking waddle or slater because i have this disgusting feeling that he's gonna take a tackle in the first round again
2: Rashawn slater at a northwestern yeah 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 because if you go off, if you go tackle again yeah I yeah love
1: i love him though i wouldn't be mad if we take slater i won't be mad he'll be the best he'll be the best that comes out of i like him better than penny
2: well, I've convinced myself that the Maras and like a lot of football teams think that like if you just continuously draft an offensive lineman, it's like you can't get mad at it cuz it's like no 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 no, no we're building. No, right, yeah, we're still like, building.
1: Yeah, exactly, but don't you feel like Gettleman thinks that way?
2: Right, but it's like you're like that's the same guy that's also like you've taken nine offensive linemen. But
1: you and you last nine drafts, man. Bought. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, ideally I I think that As much as everyone thinks, you know, I think a lot of people think we'll go cornerback. I think that that's not realistic. I think that the way that Judge and and the way that Gettleman have, you know, what they made out of some of those players you weren't expecting to be good. I think you can put a Band-Aid there. I think you have to realize that Xavier McKinney was very versatile in college. He was someone that was very dynamic. He could play multiple positions. He kind of just covered everywhere i mean like this guy is really good and i i know it's easy to forget that we didn't get to see a lot of him but he is a fantastic player i don't know that i'm not i don't really care where we take a cornerback as much as i care like we need a wide receiver one period that's like there's no that's it period (laughs) so i think that maybe this year we see the only (laughs) thing that worries me is i did listen to one you know judge was talking this was probably before the season started. But as like the rookie stuff was coming in, he said there's about 25 guys that could be a wide receiver one in this class. So that makes me nervous that they're going to wait until the second round. Sit it out.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. what if Patrick Sertan is sitting there?
1: It's like, not- I feel like
2: he's going to the Cowboys, but if he's sitting there, you to you got to snag him, right?
1: Yeah. If he's sitting there, he's not going to be sitting there.
2: I know he won't, but like just,
1: I know. You what if it dream. was? It's how okay cool would that Alex. be? It'd okay. be really cool. I believe in
2: that for you. <laughs> um, okay. Then my next question for you was: How many fantasy football teams do you have?
1: Okay. Um. This seems personal. And it's like, yeah, I, I'm kind of embarrassed no, you just lost you're that always, question.
2: You're always talking about like joining a league with me, oh, and it was just like, <laughs> like when you like have like the ESPN <laughs> app or the Yahoo app, when you hit it, is it just like four thousand um, teams?
1: Like do I'm you in know 19, all of them. I'm in nineteen startups. Fuck. It's okay.
0: Jeez.
2: Like, so, like, when you watch, like, you can't, like, root actively for certain players because they're just all on your team at some point, right?
1: Yeah, kind of. And I also, you know, it's a lot of, this is an evolving process. This is going to be the first year of me having this many teams. I'm, like, learning how to use Excel just so I can manage. <laughs> I'm like, do I need an intern? Kind of.
2: You should get an intern. Yeah. But not an unpaid one these days. Those are kind of. Oh, yeah, I know. But I only not... have
1: claws to offer you. Like, I can't. we will <laughs> pay, pay you in white claws. So, no, I think that, uh, yeah. So, 19 startups. And then I have my, you know, my five normal leagues. And I'm sure I'm going to end up doing more leagues. But how can I learn and preach my advice if I am not doing it myself? So, we'll see.
2: That's gonna be crazy to like edit the lineups <laughs> for like yeah. all of that. I know
1: my so the guy that I do that I work with that sleeper wire he does it and he usually has like fifty plus teams and he said basically he sits there for an hour and it's just like you have to be very productive in like what you're listening to and he sits there for one hour and just sets the whole thing right before. Geez. <laughs> see how it goes. I don't know.
2: Um, D- Danny Bostic says. There's more chance of West Ham making the Champions League than Sertan being there at 11. West Ham is number five in the league right now, buddy, so maybe chill out on that. I don't know if yeah. we watch Premier League soccer, but he's trying to come at our boys. Um, okay, and then my last thing was, since you're into the whole fantasy football thing and White Claw, I was going to see if maybe we do a fantasy draft of White Claw flavors.
1: Oh, we can totally do that. It's easy.
2: Like, Ooh. I know. I think I know where you're going, 1-1. one, okay. one.
1: one, um, one I- is- Black
2: Cherry is well, always... Okay. Mike, do you know White Claw at all, then? Are you familiar with White Claw I'm
0: I'm aware of their work.
2: Okay. Well, then, <laughs> would you like to go second? What would you say is second
0: best?
1: You're gonna mess it up. Don't botch it. It's not
0: in the same time. I, uh, I passed my, my pick to you, Alex. <laughs> okay. Well, I was gonna... Okay. We don't have to do a full
2: ranking, but I was really just gonna... <laughs> make the point that ruby red grapefruit is the worst fucking flavor oh
1: yeah um, like i that's an free right? pre- like <laughs>
2: i would if i had no other option i would still just pass
1: that's like josh Rosen pick. in the first half.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't want it i don't want no it at one at wants
1: all. Josh Rosen. if
2: is you have the an- power rank them though what do you go with because i would go probably okay like,
1: so this is interesting I,
2: black cherry i kind of got burned out on black cherry because I, I, I fuck How? with the claws. I got burned out on black cherry. How? I think I like lime. I just think I got like, okay. I, I like lime more. Oh,
1: yeah, mango though.
2: Mango is good. Mango would probably be my fourth though. Okay. Is,
1: is oh, there like an raspberry, apple? Raspberry,
2: I would put, I would go lime, black cherry, raspberry, mango.
1: Okay. Ew, you like really gross me out with the raspberry there. You don't like the raspberry? No, not there. <laughs> not at, <laughs> Have you tried tangerine yet? I don't think so. Okay. So it definitely, or is it clementine? One of the two. I don't, I don't know. What is it? It's orange. orange. (laughs) Why don't they just go with orange? orange. (laughs) Something small and orange. I would probably go black cherry, mango, lime, tangerine slash orange slash (laughs) clementine. Then uh, probably raspberry after that. And then like, ew, lemon, ew, watermelon ill grapefruit like no i didn't know
2: they had lemon or watermelon right. it's
1: okay it's a good
0: thing that you don't know oh, I, at okay. least i knew there was watermelon I yeah that.
1: well what the hell alex mike knew
0: sorry <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> i'm just some okay. like redneck from england who drinks heineken and i, I knew love that.
1: that it's fine red stripe it's... is my favorite beer so whatever
0: that's a good beer <laughs> there you go it's a, a cold
1: go. one like i always well, have a
0: what so I hate when people said, "Oh, yeah, I only drink that. I only like that beer when it's cold." Who drinks warm a lot of beer?
1: People, okay, whatever. <laughs> it was people
2: savage. Yeah, yeah. People that don't have refrigerator yeah. time. Like but sometimes you really just
1: buy good. it. Yeah. Like I keep them in the fridge for a while, and like I'll be all of a sudden like get them in the and like, be, sudden, like, get them in the do some dumb shit, and I'm like, "Oh, I want a beer," and then like I go get the cold ass red stripe that's been sitting in my fridge for a month. You know, that's where
0: I'm at with like. <laughs> The like the Coronas of the world, they have to. I have to put them in the freezer for like an hour before it I drink
1: them. Be cold, like real cold.
0: And you just chug it at that point. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and then it's all gone. And then like do.
0: nothing, mm, <laughs> slushy. <Woo-hoo>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for thank you for joining of us course. and talking some draft with us. Maybe we can get you back on right before the draft. I know you're going to be busy. I know yeah. I know you'll be very busy, but we'll try and see if you can fit us into your Perfect.
1: schedule. Anytime, always for Giants. My one rule was once things start getting out of hand. Any Giants podcast, I will make time for. I don't care how, how little, how big, how how whatever it is. The Giants will always have my heart, and I will always, always, always make time for Giants.
2: Appreciate that. Let's go Giants! And uh, where can everybody follow you? Where can we watch you? Where can we listen to you? Yeah. Get, the plugs Get all in. Your
0: plugs in. Yeah.
1: Okay, so at Stevie Smalls with three L's. The three L's. Do you guys know about this yet?
0: Yes, because oh, I accidentally... You the wrong one, yeah. I, no, no, I didn't follow the wrong one. I accidentally tagged the wrong okay. one in my post. Yeah, I
1: love that. So what they stand for, though, are Tom Brady's three losses. Two from the Giants, <laughs> one from Nick Foles. Nick Foles went to my alma mater. I went to college with him. So I own all three losses, essentially, is what that means. And you can find everything I'm doing over there. I now work for FTN um, next week. I don't want to spoil anything, but you guys will start seeing me a little bit more on camera, and it'll be good stuff. I'll be doing a little bit of breaking news things, reaction videos. Maybe it might be fun.
2: (laughs) I can't wait. I will definitely be tuning in.
1: (laughs) Yep, and that's it. That's all I'm doing at this point, and anything else I do is on there.
2: All right. Steffi Smalls, everybody. Let's go, Giants. Thanks for joining us. See ya. Thanks,
1: Thanks guys. It was a blast. Yeah, it was. (laughs) I love that. (laughs)
0: Now it's to fix it.
2: Okay, Thanks, yeah, Steffi.
0: Transition was
2: yeah. Thank you Steffi. That was fun. That was a lot of fun, and she knows way more about the draft than either of us combined. So it was good to she have her talking a to lot. us. Because nah, usually my formulations are like on just like my feeling. Like, but I feel this way, and she ha- she ha- she shows her feelings, but she's also very analytical as well, and that's
0: uh, you-, you need that, and not just my my emotions basically. Anyone who has nineteen fancy teams that's... You take them seriously. Uh, Before we move on, Danny asks, is White Claw the American equivalent of WKD? Uh, No. What is WKD? WKD is like like the easiest way. It's not exactly, but it's almost like alcoholic fruit juice-ish, whereas White Claws are just seltzer sparkling vodka. Yeah. With flavors. So it's, no, it's not the same. But they're... I'm not. They're an acquired taste. I'm not a big fan of those.
2: Okay. I learned something today. I didn't know what the
0: WKDs were a thing. I do not even know about that. Sounds like a gun. Do you know what WKD stands for? Nope. Nobody does. <laughs> I, th- I think it's just like a, one of those where they just take all the... <laughs> that was
2: anticlimactic.
0: Yeah, that's, they just take. I think they just took out the, the vowels. So... uh yeah, it's wicked. I think it's wicked. This drink is wicked. Oh, okay. Maybe it would also be like alcoholic
2: blue slash puppy. Oh, dude, that sounds tight, though. It's uh, it's not really. It's, it's without the ice. Maybe it's weekend. We don't know.
0: Or Maybe wax. that's what he was doing. Just, like the weekend. The Sopranos made it up. Maybe the weekend before he became a singer. That was own... what he was doing his put his, that his, put yeah. that
2: meme in there that, that gift that guy going hmm good idea good good idea oh Steffi says had a blast thank you for thank you for joining us Steffi. that was a lot of fun we got to get her on before the draft
0: yeah feel free to stick around and listen to us talk shit about west ham if you want, if you want to talk west ham which i'm sure
2: she cares so much about but um let's She's shift over to west ham let's talk well, about oh okay whoa whoa my b my b where should we go captain before we captain.
0: do that we have to start doing the points before we move on to the next one. So obviously, um, if you're not already, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at CBB Pod. And then you can point down to your bit. If you do want to support us, feel free to buy a nice...
2: Wow, that's a great hoodie, Mike. Wow, that's an awesome coffee
0: cup, Mike. Hell yeah. Although you can drink tea out of it. We, we don't judge. You think um, anything? Uh, go to merch.cbbpod.com, or if you just want to send us some money and not <laughs> get anything for it, <laughs> now we're really just begging. Yeah, just go to support.cbbpod.com. <laughs> Why not put it out there? You know, you got to put you got to put the hat out there. Shoot or shoot, dude. Shoot or no, shoot. No one puts anything in my, in my hat. While that. I'm dancing. Oh, my dog needs to go out. What's up, Oreo? Oh no, she's she's chilling
2: now okay
0: never mind she's she's riveted by their discussion obviously she felt sorry for me begging <laughs> My, mike obviously needs a hug uh but yes west ham back where they belong back in the european spots after well we're five right now right so it's still technically a european spot but Just not, not champions League. it's not champions no it is it's, oh yeah, if... yeah well i want champ i want champions league bro who doesn't? But yes, we're gonna be next year's Porto. Who who knocked out Juventus today? That yeah, was a do that next Hell time. of a game. Um, but we played Leeds. yesterday. was it yesterday?
2: It was yesterday?
0: Jesus, time's gone. It's it really so... flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Um, what did you think? i because th- like, they had what did they had the goal? They had the ball in the back of they had the net. Two goals. They had Twice. two goals. I was a very nervous boy. It was a 2-0 win that didn't
2: feel like it was a 2-0 win until, like, you look at the score at the end of it, I guess. Like, I don't feel like we played extremely well. Our defense was solid through stretches, but then we had, like, we had some issues, man. I don't know. I was not – it was a little unsettling, if, I, if I'm being completely honest. It reminded me of
0: – um what game was it? Was it? Because
2: it's Leeds. I expected to like you know you you don't want Leeds Leeds shouldn't score on us for West Ham, and that they did they didn't but they scored two goals that I saw, they they got taken back so like they basically almost scored on us.
0: But it reminded me of I think was it the Fulham game, where it just seemed to take like a good ten fifteen minutes for the players to wake up and realize. That oh, was shit, like la- all last season. But uh. Yeah, so I mean, we have Mark first, who sums it up quite nicely. First half great, second half bad. Which was like once we got into our groove for the first half, we was dominant. We were the better team for sure. And say, it once said a million times, Craig Dawson, what a man! You, what a man, Craig Dawson, podcast here. What a mighty good man. Where he was, I mean, you sent me that that meme uh, via text. But yeah, he just literally, if he sees a ball anywhere near him, he's just launching himself towards it. It's just that guy. Because that, that was... This is my the, Craig Dawson impression. That, that, that nodding... Just...
2: That's me headering the ball. I didn't have a ball on me, so... You just yeah. got to work with me there, Mike. You just got to work... It's improv. We'll improv. We'll get it. We'll take improv classes later, but... Moving on, yes, Craig Dawson Please. again his like 18th. It feels like header goal. I think that was his third. I think that was his third goal this year, and I think I they've think all been right, by yeah. way of header. Maybe he had one more that was off his foot, but I feel I feel like all of them have come off of off of headers. Um, West Ham and set pieces, man, they are uh, pretty deadly this year. Uh, we also had the Lingard PK redemption. I was surprised that Rice didn't take the PK. I thought that it was a pretty poor penalty that yeah, Lingard Yeah, I did knew take. that was going
0: to happen. You did the, the thing time.
2: that, like, you don't stop. You don't stop and then, like, nobody, you're not going to, it's not going to ever work. That never works. And he did just, that.
0: Just run and just kick, kick the it the as hard ball. as a fucking can.
2: Don't give him time to think. You got a fucking giant-ass net. Just put it in there, bro. But luckily, uh, he was able to get the rebound and do that.
0: Danny brings up a good point. I'm an Evertonian. i watching West Ham this season very much. Moyes, 2004 Everton team, who finished fourth that year. I think that is the beauty. I think Moyes definitely has a system. That This is how I manage work with me, work around me. And eventually mm. it does start to work. I think when you get the pieces. He went wrong. Well, not necessarily he went wrong. Maybe Man United went wrong. Because I think when you have someone like that and Man United has the money that they have... I think they could have really worked magic with him eventually. But, you know, it's Man United. They get cold feet if they're not winning. So they got rid of him, which is like a detriment to him. And I think he lost a little bit of confidence. But going off of that, I think... And West Ham, to an extent, was sort of that way with him too. Yeah. Yeah, was it six months? That that, that was... uh, that was a whole He's got to have
2: a system in place. And he has to have guys like like his suit checks, And then like getting Lingard was massive for him because Lingard has been the glue after we brought him in. Like he's definitely West Ham's best player, I think, at this point. Like I don't I mean him and Rice probably won two, I would say. But I would say Lingard's probably the better player at this point right now. Um I, I just think that yeah, man, like, I, I didn't like Moyes coming back. I was a hater on that, and I'm cool enough to just be like, yeah, I was wrong, and I'm happy I was wrong. I think that uh, – I, I don't know how long we're going to be able to sustain something like this because, like, he seems like when he gets his guys, he has his guys, and it, as, like, I was a little of the, a fan of the Premier League as I've been for the last, like, four years, it's like – you have to constantly keep bringing in guys and constantly be able to find a way to use them. And it feels like he's like, I like this dude, this is going to work. And like, where you see Liverpool, which has been hampered by injuries, like they didn't really bring anybody else in this year. And like people kind of figure you out when you win it, where man city was always bringing in new people. They Mm. were always getting all that. Like it just kind of becomes stagnant. You can't just be, well, we're the champions and just, we're going to run that back again. And I think, even with the injuries, I think Liverpool probably wouldn't have run it back again like they are like like uh like we're seeing right now. It's very trombone's sure yeah, comment.
0: Plenty of players don't like him initially, but if you turn up and give it all to him, you'll get on with him just fine. Yeah, I think that's I think that's it. And I think similarly to the the Joe Judge effect, I think now players are definitely bought into the Moyes system, they're bought into the team culture, they're all playing for one. I think I was watching um, the the peacock coverage yesterday. Where one I can't watching remember, it on the did. cock, watching the cock. Um, I don't did you who was it? It was wasn't Tim Howard. It was the other guy. Who was the other guy? I can't remember his name. So
2: commentators? I know we had Martin no, Tyler.
0: No, the, the the studio guys. Oh yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I mean, he was saying and he made, whereas for the last ten years or so. West Ham have always had like that one or two players who kind of come in with the big money and were kind of like, ah, West Ham are lucky to have me and they kind of just strut around do their thing. Whereas now, it's just everyone is just fighting for each other. Everyone's proud to be there. Everyone's happy to be there. Everyone's excited to be there. And they're built into that system, which I think is just why we're doing so well. And also what I like, and maybe you're you have a differing opinion on this, I don't know, but it just seems that no matter who we play, we just have the same game plan—not in a negative way, but in the was like whereas before, maybe two, three years ago, when if we had gone down a goal early, I mean, we didn't technically against Leeds, but we did sort of where you know they had the ball in the net twice. Mm-hmm. We would kind of like, oh no, they've scored, and just kind of melt in the sun and. Get defeated, whereas it's like okay, well they scored, never mind. We just keep going, da, 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 da. yeah. And we end up, we always seem to come back at least for a draw, and it's it's pretty exciting.
2: No, I I hundred percent agree, and like I don't like being look ahead on the calendar guy, but I've totally been look ahead on the calendar guy, guy lately, do and I did too late, too late. Because mm. here's what I got for you, all right? We got forty eight points right now. We're five. We got a game in hand against Chelsea. So if we can get wins on our schedule against Burnley, Newcastle, Brighton, Southampton, and West Brom, that puts us at 63 at that point. That's just, those are the teams we have to beat, I feel like, for like to secure that champion spot. Then we got to get six to eight points against the likes of Everton, Leicester, Arsenal, Wolves, Man United, and Chelsea. If we can get six or eight points of that, that puts us around 70, 72, 73 points. Maybe you can steal a win out of that if everything goes perfectly. 70 points gets you in the Champions League three of the last six seasons, which doesn't say a lot, but I feel like this is a down year. I think seventy-two, yeah. seventy-three 73 points is 100% a Champions League spot, don't you think?
0: I think so, and I think... No, that's the, that's per- easier said than done, obviously. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm just, I'm a little, I must admit, I'm a little concerned about the Man United game because even though they've been pretty boring and not being able to score, they're coming off a big Manchester Derby win, which is always lifting, I guess. But I think we can definitely. Maybe. But I think we can definitely beat Arsenal the way they've been playing. I'm not saying this is a guaranteed win, but I think it's definitely a winnable game against Arsenal. I think Leicester. They could be Wolves again. I think we can beat Wolves. I think we can beat Leicester because they're definitely on a I mean, they. I think they came back to win They're
2: without guess, two guys right now.
0: Who did they Is it Madison's out for them? Who did they beat recently? <that's> Why did I brief, bring it up? <laughs> Brighton, there we go. Yeah, but they they came back to beat Brighton 2-1, wow. two- but, but they were 1-0 down. I think difference between us and Brighton is I think if we can get ahead I think we are very good at shutting that shit down
2: no I, I, I agree
0: we can beat them and uh, so I, well, we're some... not going to win every game but I think right the, that was just me fucking around putting together trying to do math I like think adding with, up points with the points the, the essentially because we have the game in hand like you say against Chelsea so theoretically Champions League is in our hands like so. We, it's in our own destiny. And so I think we can get enough points from the remaining games to get it. But uh, it's going to be exciting. I mean, at this point, it's a disappointment to me if we don't finish at least Europa. Yeah, really. I mean, I'll take Europe. Europe. Europe I, I'll be happy if we qualify for a European competition. But, yeah, I think if we qualify for that Europa but i don't conference, want to sell. the conference european whatever the conference it is. of europeans yeah that like third tier european i think that'd be a bit of a let down after the season that we've had um and i don't want to be able to i don't want to go through qualification because whenever we go through europa league qualifiers it never ends well we always end up losing to like some random romanian team or something I want to see us. Even if we lost all six group games, I would love to see like see us in a competitive game against teams like Barcelona, Juventus, Real Madrid. That'd be exciting to me.
2: Yeah, yeah, that'd be. I mean, I don't, I don't want anything to do with those teams. I don't feel like our odds. Are, like, I don't feel like we're gonna win the Champions League. It's just it'd be fun to watch it. Like the Europa League would obviously be the better option for us. If we're talking about like opportunities to do well. Um but, yeah, like, I like, I honestly feel like um, Noble re-signing that one-year deal, I think that's, like, his way of just, like, like he, has he gotten to play European football? I don't know. Like, it feels like that's the way to go
0: out on, like, a European football year. No, so he played in Europa League qualifiers. So it's technically Europe. But he never played in, like, European proper. Okay. You know what I mean? And when uh so he they posted a picture
2: of they posted like pictures of him today uh or yesterday whenever I saw it and he was holding a trophy. Was that when they won the championship? I was, like that had to be that. They haven't won a trophy besides that.
0: Yeah, In yeah noble's you, time with the club, right? Did yeah, the any big Wembley champ yeah, it was the championship playoff finals. Okay. That's what I thought it was. I was just I wasn't I was not certain. But um yeah, Unless and there's Unless it count like the Betway Cup, the preseason. Well, we have things. won that
2: twice, I believe. So multiple. You teams. tell me if it means nothing. If it means something to me. Uh, I don't know. I have my Betway Champions rings ready to go. I just they're they're
0: hidden away in a safe deposit box because they're so valuable. My big flag, Betway Champions, mm-hmm. is going to go there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be wonderful.
2: It's like the third European trophy, really. I mean, who we be Champions right? League, Europa League, and then Betway Cup? Was
0: it Werder Bremen or something? You something them?
2: like that, and penalties.
0: Yeah, and not many people can say that. Not, not a lot. I'll tell you that much. So we're among the elites. Like, when was the last time Men just United beat them? I can't name a time. You know, levels. It's just levels. Mm-hmm. Levels. Mm-hmm.
2: There's something yeah. to think about.
0: But we, so yes, Man United coming up on Sunday. Sunday, yes. Sunday fun day, what time is it? You know more than I do?
2: It's the two o'clock game, I think. It's the late that's game. That's good.
0: That's good. I'm I was I was pre over those seven, seven thirty kickoffs.
2: It feels like we got a lot of those, but that's good in like England, right? That means you're playing prime time, doesn't it?
0: I mean like twelve o'clock midday. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Know your time differences, Alex. I don't. Your time's are. And it's six
2: hours though, isn't it?
0: From you, six hours ahead, yeah. Yes. Nailed it. I know time, but you th- you thought six a.m. plus six was. I didn't time.
2: put it together at the time when I was talking, kid. Okay,
0: dude, I had to think I mean, about it, it. It, it. Six plus six is double digits, and it's, it's confused, dude. I'm not so a math so it's, it's major. I'm
2: not a scientist.
0: But do you wanna do you wanna make a realistic prediction for Man United?
2: Dude, I got hope, man. Man United is going to have a letdown. It's 2-1 West Ham. Let's go. Fucking let's go. Lingard can't play, though. Fuck. I, didn't think about
0: that. I don't care. 2-1. 2-1. Fuck it. 2-1. 2-1. I think... I mean, after we... Because we didn't have Lingard, when obviously, when we lost three ones to them last time. But we was winning 1-0, and then they had that goal that technically should have been disallowed because it went out of play, and the whole changed the game... So I think we should, We're definitely gonna go in with confidence. I'm. See, I, I need to. I need to be different to you, and I don't want to go. I don't want to go too crazy and go three-one. Do it.
2: Do it. Let's agree. Upset City. Are
0: we upset City? In let's upset City. It, dude. I have three-one West Ham. Craig Dawson hat trick.
2: Boom. <laughs> Craig Johnson hat trick. Three headers off of three, three headers.
0: Quarters. Boom. Or, I hope this, or this could be the game where Benny Hanna just pops off, just finally gets Benihana his first Hattrick. goal, and then he just goes nuts and scores three in one game. I wouldn't hate that. Benny Hanna's do. Benny Hanna's do. And he looked good in the starting lineup. He needs to score a goal before the end of the season because I think that's. Once he scores, I'm adamant he's going to start banging him in. For
2: he's going to score a million.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, I agree with you. this one. So there we go. Dawson Hattrick or Beniana Hattrick. It's going to happen. All right. Before we go, I know I mentioned this pre-show, but obviously slightly off topic. It's a big, 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 big topic right now. Big forget, topic. Your, forget, forget your Megans and your Harrys. Papa John is back in the headlines. So oh, apparently, yeah. yes. So he's been uh, rehabbing in a way. From Pizza? From no, from he apparently twenty well like twenty one months ago and beyond, he loved saying the N word. Like it was a it was one of his favorite uh. pastimes. Oh, uh, didn't he get in trouble because he said it on like a conference call? Yeah, I, I believe it, but I, I think he was one of those where he's like, but, "But we're friends." I said it. I said it with the A. I said it with the "a" at the end. It's fine, mm, but uh, bad luck. But I did. I did. Sorry, a, a quote from an, an interview where he said, "In the last twenty months, where he's been away from the limelight, he has been actively working." And trying to remove the N word from his vocabulary. So, before Seems we smart. end the show, I think you know we we should don for the first recipient of the Hero Award for the Claret and Big Blue podcast.
2: Okay, I'm glad Papa I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> I was like,
0: no, we're not going to take turns saying that word. We will not <laughs> take turns saying that word, Mike. No. Does it sound worse in an English or American accent? Let's find out. Nope nope <laughs> <laughs> nope but i just i love it when people say stuff like that not that word but when they say stuff like i've been trying really hard not to use racial slurs and they almost like sit back and wait for the applause like right look at me i'm no. doing things huh I oh, no, a yeah, good boy but uh, you shouldn't say that
2: to start
0: with dumbass but now I think he's it's a regime of, you know, every day he has Gold Digger by Kanye West as his, like, alarm clock in the morning. And he checks himself and he's like, Psh, nailed it again. Didn't say. It again. <laughs> I made it the whole way through song without singing it. But, so <laughs> Papa John, this week's Hero of the Week for <laughs> trying so hard. Way to go, Papa. But not way really. Way to go. You nailed it
2: first day i ever worked at um my internship at a sports radio station um i had just finished i was like i just finished my freshman year in college and it was at sports talk 790 and papa john came in and like he was the he was an in-studio guest and they had brought a bunch of pizzas for the station he's like did you get any pizza i was like oh no i didn't know i just got here and he's like whoa Hold on. He like called the next, like the closest fucking store, and like those pizzas got there in so like so fast. Those pizzas got there so fucking fast because it was like, yeah, this is Papa, like the Papa John. Bring me some fucking pizzas to this address. So it was just like, oh shit, like that. I was like, no, you don't have to. Like it's not a big deal. I'm not even like that hungry. And he was like, no, 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 no. you need to get some pizza. Try some of this pizza. And I was like, I mean, I've had your pizza, but okay. You he had, wait. like, the first car he had, he was trying to, like, find out who bought it from him. And I think it was, like, a Firebird. And uh, he, like, tracked it down and bought it back from him. That's a fun fact about me. My first day at an internship met Papa John, so.
0: I would have waited until he got those like all those pizzas delivered and then, like, oh, I'm a vegan. I don't and
2: care. not once the entire time I was around him did he use a racial slur, if that says anything. So he you went might say down... He didn't. I'm not saying he didn't use racial slurs beforehand or afterwards. I'm just saying in the small time period that I was with him, he had no racial slurs. So shout out to
0: him for that period of time. Congratulations. Proud of you, John. Papa. Papa. John Papa. Schnatter. John Schneider. Sh- Schneider. Schneider. I think it's Schnatter. Papa John Schnatter. Is he related relation to Rob Schneider? I don't think so. Good. That would just ruin all of mm-hmm. these movies for me. Probably, probably. But with that said,
2: <laughs> I feel like I just derailed the whole end of the podcast. So I'm sorry. <laughs> with a very mediocre
0: story. If anything, I started to take it off the rails by bringing up the. <laughs> you, know, you always you always get sketchy when two white guys start discussing something around the end of the world. But, uh, <laughs> so, but uh, anyway. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at CBBPod at Mr. Mike Fish. That's me. Alex J. Middleton. That's him. Fuck this mirror and shit. I can't work out which one. Yeah, I'm still bad at it. Uh, Merch.cbbpod.com to buy a mug because the mugs are great. I think you can out of mine all the time. You can drink shit out of them. Uh, Tomorrow, obviously, is Pasta Gravy episode 398. 398 yeah man we're close to 400 dude what are the good people got to look forward to for ptg
2: i mean we got a lot of stuff to talk about space jam has had a lot of changes whether it be lola bunny or it be Pepe the pew being problematic now we're going to talk about the royal family talk about the royal family you know Pepe the pew was
0: a bit of a sexual predator
2: well he was that's why he's out of space jam rightfully so because i honestly i can't watch the old space jam with him and oh, you know, just oh. thinking about those women and tweety bird which was tweety bird a guy or a girl not to assume genders but just was
0: tweety bird a guy or a girl i, sh- I always assumed movie. a girl i must admit that's what but... i
2: did too just i wanted to make sure on the same page do
0: you know what i'm looking forward to i don't want to derail you i don't want to talk too much in case you know spoil anything for tomorrow but i if, it's, if it hasn't already happened, I can't wait to... I'm going to search Pepe Le Pew on Twitter, because I just want to be able to see oh, the... Oh, the woke moment got another one. like All people getting angry about a cartoon character being removed from a cartoon. Oh, it already has happened. Uh, it brings me joy, that kind wait. of shit.
2: And then I saw Speedy Gonzalez was getting... People were asking for that, and it's like, man... You're a fifty-year-old adult, dude. You don't watch cartoons. You shouldn't give a shit. I'm not saying that they don't have a right to feel the way they feel. But it's just like you don't watch cartoons, man. Move this on. is what you decided to write a sixteen-thousand-word article about. Like this was you were like, this is my Tuesday. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cancel Speedy Gonzalez. And then his wife's like, I'm just kidding. That guy doesn't have a wife at that point.
0: Because Can you imagine?
2: Honey, Would you do that? Well, I got Believe me, I was on the front lines, and I canceled Speedy Gonzalez.
0: Can you oh, proof wow. this for me? Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't care if there's spelling mistakes in grammar. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going
2: to
0: tweet, tweet, tweet it anyway. I'm going to tweet it anyway. And Royal Family. So good luck. We'll be listening to that. Oh, also, by the way, Mr. Alex Middleton, Whoa. before I was listening to last week's episode of Pasta Gravy and I just noticed that maybe there was someone who does a podcast with a British guy and he's fine and then as soon as he's on Pasta Gravy with his friends starts mocking the British accent I heard you hmm
2: well I gotta sell Hmm. people to the podcast dude (laughs) don't think there's cool British accents some people come over because of that so you know what excuse me for pushing the pod
0: I was still promoting it you wasn't the only one I'm pretty sure uh Pat made yeah. an attempt to we definitely hopped in on that. But it's fun. It's like it's I'm
2: sure like over there they like making fun of American accents. Like Hello sir, how are you? Good day.
0: They're not I'm that sure good. That's... They're all, I mean, Yee-haw, I'm American like Russell
2: Brand's American <laughs> accent. That's really funny.
0: Russell Brand is good. Close personal yeah. friend.
2: West Ham fan, a big deal. Yeah you've met him. You have best friends basically.
0: He, does, he's, 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 he hasn't I, I acknowledged my request for him to come on the show yet, though. But I'm working on it. One of these days. One of these days. Okay. Just keep tweeting him every day. Russell Brand. Do you remember me? I'm the guy with the Dr. Pepper tattoo. He loved my Dr. Pepper tattoo. <laughs> come to the show. He'll do it. One of these days. I only just did that so I could clip it and tag him. I have two of his books. watch it. Bookie Wookie and Bookie Wookie 2. Bookie 2? Wookie 2 so yeah, that's a selling point if you ever get a hold of them it's a good hashtag as well yeah i like that beautiful all right we'll end on that note until next week who knows if we'll have a special guest why not we like to maybe russell brand maybe russell brand uh maybe um papa john will be here to it no accept, we actually are not gonna accept him on
2: this podcast <laughs>
0: But until then, uh, enjoy the rest of your week, stay safe, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Pew pew!